Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hair Razor Podcast. Well, let's get started. The Hair Razor Podcast, the number one listened to podcast by people quarantined at home from coronavirus in Italy. <laughs> wait, that wait, be right. wait. It, that's what the copy says. I'm just reading. <laughs> if you put it there, I will read it. We, <laughs> we have not been listened to in Italy, but we are an international podcast. We have been downloaded in Cambodia, Puerto <laughs> Rico, and Spain, and, and the United States. But we can call ourselves international because those are the three countries that we have been downloaded and listened to in. So, international podcast coming at you. So, so whose cousin is in Cambodia? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was one Tyler Urban who downloaded it at the airport uh, in Cambodia. The wrong location? <laughs> the Puerto Rico one, I'm not sure, though. Well, that'll be a great listen to if you find yourself quarantined at home, pull up a hair razor podcast. Man, we're, we're going to get to Summit League, but holy cow, the things that have been canceled today, we're recording this on Wednesday evening, and it looks like all of basketball has been shut down. I, I mean, so glad that we got to go to the Summit League. Yeah, this is, this is incredible. And so right now, the Big 12 tournament is going on. They're playing in front of a crowd tonight. Tomorrow they will play in front of 150 people, friend or family, close family, and essential personnel. Which I don't know is that like two doctors and a. I'd assume all the stats and, people all and the, three little kids to wipe off the court. Yeah, that's what you need to go out there and just wipe down courts as ten year olds. How eerie is that going to be to play basketball in a completely empty gym? I mean, look how big this this arena is, and you're going to go inside there and play. A basketball game in front of nobody. Well, when I saw highlights, I, I just saw highlights this afternoon of the the MAC tournament going on in Cleveland with the, on the women's side, and I thought, well, they would never do that. That didn't take long. By the end of the day, every everything's been canceled right up into the big show. Yeah, isn't the Ivy? Didn't the Ivy League shut down all spring sports right, entirely? They canceled sports entirely. I mean, just we're done. Yep, we're giving up. So, are they going to cancel school as well? There's actually been schools that I know Florida State is one that they're going spring break and then they're doing two weeks of online classes only when the school comes back. Georgetown as well is another school that's going strictly online, or at least that was the whole news hit that I saw. And there was talks possible of schools actually just stopping the semester. I, I, I don't know. There's it, a lot of hearsay too, but it's, it's definitely... Uh, Came at everybody fast and furious here, whatever they're deciding to do. So the other thing I saw is uh, before they started shutting everything down is um, after basketball games, they wouldn't allow the teams to shake hands. They've been playing against each other, sweating on each other, all up in each other's faces, and they can't. And there's a picture right now showing Robert Morris, the Northeast Conference champions. I'm assuming all of them have kissed that. Yeah, hugging trophy. and kissing. <laughs> well, the same <laughs> thing happened at a wrestling. Tournament. I was going to say at wrestling. Yeah, yeah. The, these dudes wrestled each other, and then they weren't allowed to shake hands. Are you kidding me? I mean, we've been pretty close to each other this whole match. Now we can't touch each other. At some point, like common sense has to take over, right? Well, or the solution from the cleric in Iran. Did you see this solution? I have not oh, seen oh, it, no. And so this came out in February when people weren't taking this quite so seriously, but a uh, cleric from the Iranian city of Guam, we all know where that's at. Oh, yeah, right up there. Yeah, it's yeah. in the northwest. He su- suggested a cure for the coronavirus, and it involves the rectal administration of v- violet leaf oil. Put that on a cotton swab, 
Administer it to yourself. Away goes the coronavirus, according to the Iran Iranian cleric. I don't even know where to go. <laughs> well, um, it's, it's very real. Everybody has a cure, I guess. So, so why was it in Iran? So let's let's think about this. This is the uh, um, conspiracy theory in everything. So it was started in China and then suddenly went to Iran. What were China and Iran doing? Apparently not using the violent leak. And they were shaking hands after wrestling, Phil. Yeah, I I don't know. I have I have a few theories, but that might be for another time. But when it when will things get back to normal? Will be my big question. Well, yeah. What what constitutes the all clear? I don't know. That's why people that get the big bucks make these decisions. But it's going to be something. I mean, think about how you fill your bracket out now when you know a team's playing in front of nobody. That. That changes things. Oh, there's no momentum. I, I mean, a 16 or a 16, 15, your lower seeds is you're at a complete disadvantage now because there's you just don't have that same. It's the gladiator movie mentality. Win the crowd, you win the game. You know, if yeah. You you, you you have these sessions, and you have the visiting team in there, and a bunch of just neutral fans. Oh, they'll want to see the upset now. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you'd almost have to seriously pick a bracket based on just talent and seed. But well, as you normally would. But I mean, other times it could work the opposite way, where you take wherever Kansas would have ended up, like Omaha or wherever they would have played. Their their fans travel well. Now you don't have said fans there. I mean, I, I would think that it could be an advantage to a lower seed at some point too, when you don't have a big home style crowd. Well, and we'll get a good feel of it over this weekend when we see the all the big the Big Twelve and Big Twelve and you know start watching. I think people will tune in. You know, obviously TV ratings are going to be ridiculous. I mean, everybody's going to be watching on their devices. They already have been, but it's going to be. Um, I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of tight angles of camera work. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I I was in the little sports business for a little while there, and uh, you know, I, I don't think they're going to show those first three rows behind the bench too much. I'm guessing they're going to set up camera angles where uh, um, it's just going to be a court and a bunch of squeaky shoes. It's it's going to be like AAU games in the summer where nobody's there. It's just like the Pentagon all summer and less violent and really nobody's watching about, I mean, nobody's there to watch a basketball game. It's, it's going to be the most surreal thing. And maybe that's whatever team can handle how surreal it is to play in front of nobody is going to win the tournament. It is the most thing that I can think of that was that surreal was when people talked about after 9-11 you know there was no air no no planes taken on very quiet in certain cities i mean it's gonna be the same thing in a in these stadiums we're gonna have to turn the mics down because every single word's gonna get picked up yeah yeah Yeah, yeah if they're criticizing any coach they might get punched i mean the announcer might get smacked and in, in, in realness, I guess, if if they do see this thing as being a thing and they're putting a halt to it, I mean, in all honesty, hey, what sports? I know it's a getaway, but, in you know, everybody comes from all over the place. Everybody's coming from, I mean. Well, you'd be less criticized for abundance of caution as opposed to going the other direction. Right now, I mean, whoever had to make the decision to say, you know what? Yep, that's it. We apologize to all the host cities. We apologize to all their economies. But in the end, 
if they're saying they can't take care of all these people getting sick and it's, you know, they don't have the stuff to deal with it, then I get it. But it's like, you know, someone was saying when I was driving my daughter to church tonight, um, I forgot who was on ESPN radio for ACC, but he said, you know, we all make choices. And, you know, when the choice is taken away from us, you feel like something has been stolen. But he said, you know what, there's also people way above my pay grade and a lot smarter than I am making a lot more of these decisions. So, hey, I guess this will be one tournament we'll all remember. And there's also there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a talk, too, that they said that maybe they were, they're going to halt the tournament and maybe play it at a later date. But they were saying on the player's side that, you know, they'd much rather just play in front of nobody than, than wait to play. Yeah, you can't do that. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, they're going to get out with their lives, you know. I mean, NBA draft is would be around the corner when that's done. I mean, it's just... But it was also funny listening yeah. on the radio. They were talking about, oh, man, Buffalo Wild Wings is going to do so well at this. Well, aren't we putting people back together? <laughs> There's I mean, yeah, everybody should be at home just right. hunkered so, down like it's a, a blizzard. When I laughed last night, we go out to the game, uh, to the thing, and order my son a pop. Everybody's telling you to wash your hands, and then the gal hands him a straw. It's like, huh, well. Oh, not even inside not of a plastic. plastic or anything. She just kind of handed him a straw, and both he and I kind of looked at other like, well. Well, and we were fortunate <laughs> enough to be out at hands. the Summit League here this last week, and that lady opening the beer for everybody. Oh, and yeah. Right yeah, and everybody's face. nose goes I right on that beer. For yeah, you. Absolutely. So we were out at the Summit League this week, and if you're we had a few. We had a few. That's right. So, hence the summer league. A few, a few of a lot of. We kind of laughed right. today. We said, uh, you know, they gave you the coronavirus uh, terms of wheezing, <coughs> coughing, sore throat. And I said, well, that's just what I feel like every single time yeah. I get done with four days. Of I don't. I don't know if I have the coronavirus or just the hangover from the summer league. Well, well, and it wasn't as much of a party as it could have been. The men fall. On, in the opening round again, this time to Purdue-Fort Wayne, 77-74. Noah Friedel goes for 35. Just wasn't enough. It felt like IPFW was, they really only shot from the three-point, what they shot, 36%, but it felt like they shot 70%. It just seemed like when they put one up, it found a way to go in. It was a tough watch. Uh, yeah. Um, when Doug didn't come out, you just you just were nervous. What what are we going to do? What are we going to play like? Heard Detlinger. I mean, Detlinger didn't play great. Six um, points. Heard, come to hear, he may have had the flu or something. Maybe he had coronavirus. I don't know. But apparently he was not feeling well, which is why he did not play very well. Um, Alex Arians. Alex Arians had a double-double. And did he play his best game? Eh, probably not. But, I mean, the dude still had a double-double and played pretty decent basketball game. It just it just was an odd game. Um they made more shots. I've, I haven't seen so many three-pointers clip up out of the rim, hit the backboard, and drop back in through the basket. You know, And granted, we missed plenty of free throws again, plenty of you know easy buckets where we should have way too many backdoors on defense. I mean, you got to stop that part. So our defense wasn't all there. But again, you're missing the best player in the, in the Summit League this year. It's not going to be easy to win. Nope, and if you, and the, an unfortunate part is, you look at last year and this year, SDSU got the best of uh, what they had from the lower seed, and then you see the teams come out the next day, and you're just like, are you kidding me? 
Yeah. Now they can't hit water. I mean, it was that. Yeah, IPFW on Monday against UND. I mean, they they completely different team. Yep. Completely different team. And it's not like UND was playing phenomenal defense on them. It's just they. The shots went in on Saturday night, and come Monday night, they did not. Yep, a couple breakdowns throughout the game. And obviously, if you're a Jacks fan, you paid attention. It wasn't the Jackrabbit basketball that we were used to them playing um, this year. And But, you know, young team, and I kind of, you know, there was a lot of us talking. I said the bar was set high this year, and that's why it was real disappointing. But you look at what's coming back. I mean, we lose Bo Brown, who, you know, was a matter I mean not, not to call great him guy yeah, yeah great, great guy. guy but I mean he was our mascot he was our cheerleader he was the head and you know he was the face of SDSU basketball the last four years you have Brandon Key leaving um and you're bringing back a whole bunch of youth a whole bunch of aggressiveness and a defending coach of the year so yeah if we look at this, I could probably tell you guys if we sat here last year doing this podcast, uh, we can't wait till next year, and then also next year happens, and it happens again, and then there's always next year. But nope, they just got to find the ways to. You got to close out the teams that you're supposed to beat, and you know UND showed. Hey, you got to get on a two to game roll, and you got to make sure you're on, or you're gonna get destroyed like yeah. they did last night. Yeah, um, that was oh, just. Horrible. Well, that's um, evidence that clearly the best two teams were not in the championship when you have a margin like that. Yes, yes, they, that's correct. Especially, I mean, one, to finish up talking about SDSU, and then let's maybe talk about USD losing as well, because uh, I think that is probably even more disappointing. The end of the game scenario, I saw a lot of different comments out there of why would you take Noah Friedel out and why would you do this? You're down by, we were down by one, right? Or down by two at that point? within one. Yeah, Yeah, we were down by one because he had just hit a three-pointer. We had no timeouts left. Um, We called timeout, took him out of the game, set up our defense. If you don't get that steal immediately, you have to foul. We did not get a foul. And that foul needs to happen. And whoever was supposed to foul did not get the job done. And that was Brandon Key. He got put in the game to do one job, and that was foul. If he couldn't get it done, then they should have found somebody else to get it done. It looked like Shireman did have an arm grabbed, but by that point, the ball was on the other end of the basketball court. Detlinger probably shouldn't have come up as hard as he did for the ball to get thrown over him. But once it got thrown over the top and they got the dunk, there was nothing we could do. Yeah, we couldn't get Friedel back in the game. He had the spot to make a foul. He chose to play defense, so... Great defense. That's not what we needed. If you look at the replay, too, I mean, obviously something was supposed to happen on the front side of the court because the back side was so wide open. I don't think the back end defenders had were not going to be in a position to defend a double pass. So, hey, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It, it would have been great if Friedel was in there, but I I completely understand what Hendo was doing because that's what 90% of other coaches do. If you end up if you end up getting that foul, you put him back in, right. he nails a three-pointer, you're going to overtime. You can't have him in the game, and then suddenly now he has to foul, and your your only guy who is putting the ball in the hoop tonight is now having to sit on the bench because he had to foul at the end of the game, and now he has five fouls. And if, it, if, I, if I was right, if I would estimate it, there would probably have been two free throws and I think about four and a half, four point eight 4.8 seconds 
to come back down. Maybe even a little more than that. It could have been. Depends on how quick because they had fall. they had time to throw it down and make a layup. And and we still got we down still the court and got a shot off. So yeah. I think we would have maybe had close to ten seconds. Could have been. I don't know. Um, tough tough ending again, but uh, but I do want to talk about USD. And this is you know coming from an SDSU fan. But how disappointing of a season has this to be for USD and that whole and their whole team, that whole program? This was their year. This the, this was the year in the making for them. It was supposed to be them and NDSU. USD as a senior laden team. We got Hagedorn back. You got Peterson. You got uh, uh, what is it? Stanley Moutier is that his name? Who might be one of the better players in the league? I mean, that guy is a very good basketball player. Tristan Simpson, who is another very good basketball Solid. player, very old, experienced team, and they completely fell apart this year. What are they, seventh oldest team in the NCAA? Literally very seventh well youngest, be. I think it was. Yeah, I mean, as much as we're disappointed, this was their year, and they wouldn't have even had to go through us. Like after we lost, when they show up on Sunday, it has to be this is ours for ours for the taking, boys. We can get to the. To, to the championship game, easy, and then to give up fourteen to two run and just uh, mind blowing. But that's that what happens when you. Oh, it was very bizarre. bizarre very. It's fun to watch. Oh yeah, it's great excitement if you're a neutral fit now. Yeah. But yeah, what was it? Fifteen to two start, and then all of a sudden it swings back another twelve point, and then it swings back another eleven, and yeah, I mean, well, USD failed to score in the final five minutes of the entire ball game, which included. The opportunity to shoot a technical foul and get the ball back, yes, and failed at all those things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when that, uh, um, it's breaking news. Yeah, the NBA has suspended the remainder of the season. That's crazy. So, so they've hit the pause button on the NBA season, which means everything else is going to follow suit. That means baseball is going to be wow. Yeah, what a curveball USD to <laughs> more huh, breaking that's, news. Uh, that's just that's even more. I'm really glad we did get to go to the summer league this year because we were this close. To I have a feeling, there. yeah, very much so that we weren't going to. So yeah, USD. That's got to be a very disappointing. And they're losing a lot. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're going to have to put the reset the reset button. On. Oh yeah, I mean they they're and granted we lost a lot last year, ninety some percent of our scoring, but I feel like we our program is better set up to handle it. We're anomaly this year though. Um, it's crazy and good for good for NDSU. They did what they mean. They took care of business. Yep. They every single game. They and they came out of that championship game saying we know who we're playing and we're going to stop them because yep. if we let them stay close, we might lose this game. Yep, and a, and a top that you know in a. Sobering thing to say is NDSU went to probably been in back-to-back champs if SDSU would have just done what they were supposed to do the last yeah. year. And, but hey, you got to win a tournament. That's why tournaments are crazy, and that's why fans are important going out. Which, well, obviously, we'll see what happens Not here. Anymore. But um, you can transition into the women's game. That crowd was fantastic. A lot of blue, a lot of red, and. Uh, uh, we can probably touch a little bit on the summer women. Look at me transitioning. Well, I don't know about you touching the summer women, but yeah. oh, okay, let's keep our hands no, off. Right let's now. keep our hands off them. Yeah, yeah. The women's game. That's that. Well, that that was a still fun tournament. The SDSU women make it back to the championship game. They come up just a little bit short against USD, sixty-three fifty-eight. 
playing a nationally ranked team. SDSU played as good a game as I think they probably could have played. Could have hit a few more free throws, had a few more layups that wish you'd have went down. But on defense, they held Kyra Duffy well in check. And then SDSU goes on to shoot, you know, 47% from the three-point line. Taking Larson with 16, Cassio Riley and Jensen which goes for uh, 13. Which awesome for, I mean, wow, she stepped up. But that was a back-and-forth game. There was just serious runs back and forth, and unfortunately, USD had the final run. Well, that, and we went on a stretch of, what, four minutes and then get a bucket? I mean, I think we went on a four-minute stretch of not not scoring. Well, yeah. And that was right at, at the end we, of the we game. Took a, then we took a 7-0 run right in the chops to start the fourth quarter. And, yeah. You know, then you, have, then you have those issues. But, man... There, there's you're disappointed, but that was walking into that stadium that afternoon. I was seriously had this nagging feeling like, oh, is this going to be like a 17 point? Listen to USD just cheer for four quarters. Yeah, so I went into work that morning um, just to do a few things, and when I was walking out, somebody said, "Well, what do you, what do you, what do you think about the game?" And I said, "If we can keep it within 20, I'll be pretty happy." Well, we did. I mean, we were right there. Yeah. And if you're if you're again if you're USD fans and you're going through that fourth quarter you're going into that fourth quarter going are you kidding me mm-hmm. is it going to happen again yep. and credit USD's women they kept their poise they said we are going to win this game and did yep. and made the buckets to do it and I can probably I mean I remember going into halftime I think I think we guys we all caught up with with each other and. There was about eight points that SDSU had, about two, three-foot shots, and they just did not roll yeah. in. You're like, man, and we kind of mentioned this last week, SDSU's almost going to have to play a perfect game. And yeah. just a couple of those little bounces, and then, you know, champions are champions. That's a dang good USD team, and they've proved it all year. And SDSU, and being the cards that they have had dealt with Maya out and some other injuries with Tagan earlier in the year, I mean... Hats off to Coach Johnson and those gals, and uh, man, we're we're losing a couple good seniors, but you know, again, Ooh, we got it. We got a lot coming back. Though. But we have There's a, a lot coming back. It was one of those seniors. Megan Boltzmo stepped up, and it was almost a you know sixth player of the year. Yes, we didn't yeah. get the ten points out of her in this game. But I thought she played as good or not better than Peyton Burkhart. Right, Peyton Burkhart, yeah. yeah. Peyton had a bad day. She she went for she, seven. She struggles with that height. I mean, I mean that, that Severin girl causes all sorts of problems for her because Peyton's very good in the paint, but when she's got a girl who's about four inches taller than her and a big long wingspan and can move her off the block, she, she, she struggles with that. And I'll tell you yeah. one thing. We were watching that game. I said... Whoever USD plays next week or next if whoever in the tournament, if they go up to that ref and say, "Hey, Severn, every time she does a pick, she throws her shoulder into the person and then rolls," she's gonna have three fouls in about two minutes because there was so many dips that she was putting in the chest of SDSU that would just open up that lane. Yeah. And but you know those are things that the ref's gonna, not gonna call it. It's not a foul. No, but yeah, you know Burkhart, you know she goes down, she does great underneath, and it's just. You get someone that size in the summit that you're not used to, you know, that's difficult. And I think, you know, the size was a difference, but boy, SDSU was moving the ball well. They were cutting, they were moving. I don't think USD was lucky to get away with this one, I think. 
And now I hope they lose in the NCAA tournament <laughs> if it gets played. Well, we'll see what happens. So the men finished the season 22 and 10, 13 and 3 in the summit. They're probably not going to have another game because the CG, they're not well, play CBI, CBI yeah. whatever acronym, that's been canceled. The men, their season's probably done. I guess we'll see. You know, if the women are invited to the NIT, we won't be able to go to any of it. I would want to imagine, but they also finished the season thirteen and three in the summit, and they went for twenty three and ten. So, kind of go back on your thing about the empty stadiums. You look at a team like USD now that may, I think, their radius is like four hundred fifty miles, and they can go to Iowa City, and now they're just a solid team that has nobody going against them. Yeah. I mean, they. I mean, seriously, they could put on a run where. Or hopefully they don't and lose no. in the first round and yeah. they they just kind of but they didn't quietly go away. This year. It's going to be odd this year. Well, the, the one year we make all the plans to want to maybe go to one of these things and wanted to be able to go even if it did work out our way. So I guess these fans watching this game here, North Carolina, Syracuse, they're lucky ones. Last yep, ones because last ones to get to watch yep, all game. <laughs> Ever. Just, this is eerily similar to like... The Walking Dead. Like I, I, that's what I just keep going back to is, at what point are, you know, we're gonna have to stab a dead person in the head? A dead <laughs> <person>? <laughs> have you seen The Walking Dead? I, I know have. Eric has. Yes, I, it, it is, is just that, so odd. Is it it's still is so odd. odd. I think it's still odd. I gave up. I that gave up after. Uh, yeah, I gave up. <laughs> somebody should stab that show in the head. It, it was, was. It was fine. really it was good. good. Really good. Not so much anymore. Talking about things that are going to be on TV, are we going to watch The Bachelorette now that Dale Moss, is there, I have that right? Yes, yeah. Dale Moss, I saw that. Dale Moss, the jersey is hanging the up jersey in the Hair Razor studio. Goodness. And he's going to be, he is one of the bachelors, right? How many How many bachelors are there? He is set, well, I don't have 38, that. I believe. Don't get me. I do watch the show occasionally, especially when it comes out in the final four. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm good with that. We're, you're gonna need to watch it now because I, we're I gonna have to have updates. So on. are we have to do do Super State watch parties on Monday nights um, for the Bachelor? <laughs> it's Bachelorette. 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 She is picking them. Correct. Correct. Uh, Claire Crawley, who apparently got. Up on I was gonna say got second on yeah. the Bachelor this year. Yeah. Thanks to Barb, I think. I saw, I saw Barb Barstool is selling uh, shirts that say, thanks, yeah, th- thanks, Barb. Yeah. <laughs> I love this line, though. Moss now lives in New York City and is a model, philanthropist, and a Special Olympics global ambassador. Wow, that's a lot. Of, that's, that's a handful. That, that I is. saw also somewhere that he's an entrepreneur. I don't know Ooh. what that means. Well, I think that goes with being in philanthropy. But don't I mean, you have to have money to give it away? Well, that's why you're an entrepreneur. You're making that money. Um, I I hope he is. Redistribute it. Hey, he's done well after his you know, yeah. brief stint in the NFL. And I all, didn't know all this. He's done a good job modeling from what I've heard. I've I know he went to Vegas stuff. right after that and uh, did a lot of like smaller stuff. And he did, uh, well, he did the NFL draft thing last year, I think, for the NFL Network where... Uh, it was he did the intro, I believe. So he's been he's been making his way. He definitely has found his path, and yeah, I guess uh, is this something he wins? Did, yeah, all right. So do we want him to win? Has this worked out? I think that'd be him? awesome. This is a TV actually, show, right? actually, where you want him to land is runner up. Because if you get runner up, it seems like you automatically, you especially if you're likable, you get to be the next bachelor. Get another season out of it, and then. 
Who well, knows where he goes from there? Well, then hopefully he finds the love of his life and, and I don't know if lives have stats, have happily ever after. Did they mention how old she was? I think she's 38. Am I correct? How old is Dale? I do not have I that think, I think like 70% of the contestants are in their 20s. And she's 38? I think she was 38. You know what they call I that? I could be wrong, too. Cougar. That tells you how much I know about the bat. Cougar. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I gotta I gotta look this up. I, there was I was so, when, so you so have I, seen so you have seen the Bachelor and Bachelorette. You've watched them. Yeah, yeah. I, nobody can see you shaking your head. Yes, right. Well, I, I, I need I need words. <laughs> no, I, I seriously you can, you can admit it. I don't I don't really like it. I, I, but it's when it gets down to like the last three, four, whatever. It's always intriguing. Like, like I do not want you to make out with other girls. Well. There's been 45 of them on yeah, the show. There's been we, a lot of that. It's been speed dating for Test, about two months. Testing here. the waters. Wait, has this been recorded yet? I mean, this sounds like a severe coronavirus violation. No, I don't think they're record. <laughs> I think they're going to record it now, and then the next season probably comes out You're right. this summer. I don't know, fall? I don't know. Claire, oh. per the internet, was 38 years old. Gosh, I'm good. They probably, they probably record it, and then the next week release the episode. So no, it it, they actually record them and then they're like silenced for like six months or oh, something really? like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, they slang their disclosures. And so speaking of reality, <clears throat> reality TV and binge watching and things you may cringe at, uh, were you also a real world uh, watcher or not? Uh, one through five. Road rules? Road rules? Road oh, that's so did you watch the real world <laughs> New York with the Miz when, before he became the Miz and the wrestler? Yeah, and then he went down to New Orleans and they... they that's where he was. His New Orleans, I believe, was an episode. It was real world New Orleans. What? Oh, it was New Orleans. Okay. That, yeah. So yes, I. I'm the MTV I generation, man. Before it started getting a little crazy and yeah, everybody started doing reality. So, so I started. Yeah, I, I like the real worlds, but the, what really got me was the real world road rules challenges. It is a challenge to say, but those were classic, and I think they're still on, and occasionally if I catch them, boy, we might be there for a while. You have, you have to bounce around all the ridiculousness that well, that goes. Yeah, but, <laughs> but if you watch, there's some of these people from the real world and road rules that were like on real world three. They need you know, money. They're like 45 years old. I mean, maybe even 50. Still on road, whatever the challenge. R W R R's. No, that was the generation we grew up in, man. I remember road rules and all that, and we, we really got to find easier television shows to talk about ridiculousness. <laughs> ridiculousness. Oh yeah, yeah. Rob Birkin and Big Black. No, that was the uh, Rob and Big show. Yeah, but Big Black was on that show with him yeah, for a while. Yeah, the is the uh, the blueprint. Oh, the one afterwards. They do the. Blueprints. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, basically, it's the, with that blonde hair girl. Yeah, it's like the Jackass. Yeah, Michelle West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. It's Michelle. I think it's uh, something West Coast. It's Chanel. 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 Chanel West Coast. Yeah. What was her name? Eric. Yeah. yeah. Eric has no idea I what we're talking about. She throws up the dubs. Frankly, this all yeah. sounds made up. The dubs. Nope. It's all there. This is all real. It's all far too real. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what else is real? Right? Oh, you're leaving town. So we're going to need live updates from, yeah. from the airplane, from the airport. Let us know you're all we're right. We're going to need a hair razor update, yep. daily update on Twitter. Well, that's the uh, conversations we're having today is, are we going to be able to hit our four spring training games this year? So far, the weird part is the whole world's well, the whole world's shutting down. But yet, I'm going to a 
older community. My dad's in a retirement area with their own little town. They're all 55 plus. They all have scooters and they all have tanks attached to their bodies. <laughs> so I'm guessing they are the uh, the prime suspects of um, the virus. They may not let you in. Right. And I'm being completely serious. There may be people at the gate with guns, not military, just random, you know, old white Republicans at the gate with I'm guns, not letting you in. You don't know Arizona well. I'm guessing there are not very many Republicans down there. <laughs> they're all they're all imp- they all implants from like Seattle, California, Canada. Oh, they're not from the Midwest. There's Midwest snowbirds. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Midwest like, snowbirds. I think, I think half of the community my dad's in is fifty five percent of Canadians. Oh, then they're gonna the Canadians love guns. <laughs> wow. They love their golf more, and, Phil. And Molson. <laughs> Those fun-loving Canadian golfers. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. I know we have an ASU baseball game on Sunday, three games, and then I know I got about, I think we got three tee times set up. So I know they won't shut down the golf course. They might. Mm, I, I doubt it. Then just go it's out there and himself too, too many people out there grabbing the same pool. There will be some really yep. mad old people if they shut down the golf course. <laughs> Ooh. When the nearest grocery store is 30 miles away, there's nothing for them to really do. So that's their choices? Golf or go to the grocery store? And cigars. Okay. Oh, go see if the grocery store has toilet paper. That seems to be a really big deal. Apparently they're all out in Sioux Falls, too. I cannot believe this. Well, I saw this story. An Australian woman actually made a bad order. She ordered 2,304 rolls of the stuff. <laughs> How many? 2,304. Did she get them all? She lives in the city of Toowoomba. Oh, so, that was so nice. this family typically orders 48 rolls every three months. But instead of ordering 48 rolls, she ordered 48 boxes. But was it so prime? So $2,000 worth of toilet paper. Was it from, prime, though? Because if that's free shipping, she's going to make her money back. Yeah. Oh, that. yeah. From the online service, who gives a crap? Which <laughs> is also, which is also <laughs> too real. <laughs> who gives a crap? Oh. Is that a that's, and that's real. Com? It's a day. <laughs> so, that's a bad word. <laughs> oh, boy. So we do have to let everybody know. Because of the Summit League tournament, this has been a completely sober podcast. Mm-hmm. The the drink that was cracked open at the beginning was a buble. Um, buble, sparkling water, pineapple yes. buble. And we have had no beers. There will be no taste testing. But Mo- if you do, mostly no, because t- taste we, testing has been suspended. Yeah, did. Did. But if and, you do, and because our livers are sore. A pineapple flavor with natural flavors and a sparkling water, Buble is a great choice for your uh, fifth day or first day away from the summit. From the summit. I, uh, <laughs> I drove over to Casey's this morning to get a coffee with one of my workers. And Eric, I live, I work not too far from where Eric lives. And Casey's, I can see the door that for the past four days I've gone to and picked Eric up and went, boy, I could really use a uh, Natter Days right now. <laughs> and, I, and I made sure to look over at the door to make sure Eric wasn't standing outside waiting for me to pick him up this morning. <laughs> <laughs> like the dog waiting for waiting for the phone. Where's the blue truck? Where's the All right. Aren't we, isn't there a blue pickup supposed to be coming with the Natter Days and, you know, a trip out to the convention center oh, yeah. to drink copious amounts of Bud Light. Every day should be a pregame rally. 
That'd be life. That'd be good. <laughs> that would be the life. That would be yeah. I think that's life. the life you're going to enjoy here for the next week while down in Arizona. Isn't that, so. isn't that the life of a retiree? That's what my plan is for a week. And you can pull that off even if you don't have a lot of money drinking Natterdays. No. I'd be lucky to see that down there. Bring some with. Yeah. You can, well, that's going to be tough. Yeah. They're, they're big whiskey and bourbon guys yeah. down there, too. I, I would like to say before we wrap up, a big thank you to different people who walked up to us and commented to us about the podcast. So thank you all for listening because we got we did get several pe- several responses of people of wow you guys have uh, we really enjoy listening you know keep it up um, went into the arena with our Hendo's Blue Ninjas shirts on uh, sold sold a bunch more of them um, got a, a couple left only have a few left so if you're looking for a Hendo's Blue Ninjas shirt let us know but a guy right in the seat behind us from down in uh, Viberg was like hey are you guys the Blue Ninjas are you guys the guys that do the podcast? And yeah, yeah. How do I get a shirt? So he sold him a shirt right there inside the inside the Premier Center. I I thought that was pretty cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to apologize for everybody that had to see my ugly mug for two weeks on television. I apologize. You know, I have got so many positive comments about that. Like, said, hey, we know that guy. Yeah, somebody's got a big, big dumb idiot during March Madness, and I seem to throw my hand up pretty quick. <laughs> well, you're in marketing. So yeah. so, yeah, thank you, everybody, for listening uh, and buying T-shirts. If you want one, let us know. We'll see what we can do about getting some more made up. Absolutely. It's been a great basketball year. we got a spring game coming up. I think we hopefully. can turn our attentions back. We, hopefully, you make a great point. Turn our attentions back to football a little bit, maybe some baseball. Yeah, we're going to try and keep uh, keep content coming out to you. we got a few things in mind. I know Ryan's become severely annoyed with me about some ideas. Not annoyed. But- <laughs> but uh, hopefully we can uh, get some a few things put together um, with maybe some guests, a few more guests on the show. They're getting some. Or we got some. Met some good people over the break that said they would love to come on. So uh, yeah, like we say, it's just three guys hanging out, having a beer and a bubbly every once in a while. So yeah. Yep. So with that, go big, go blue, go Jacks. Not bad. <laughs>